with Obamacare being the sizzling hot issue right now. We have the great opportunity to talk about this and issues it raises with our friend Jamie Court. And Jamie Court is a veteran of activism. And boy, oh boy, does Obamacare need activism now. You can find Jamie Court. It's spelled C-O-U-R-T. You can find Jamie Court at consumerwatchdog.org with all his great colleagues. Jamie, you've been doing activism for decades. You and I have discussed clicktivism, clicking on the computer and saying, oh, that's good enough for my activism. There's a difference. Jamie, I couldn't think of a better person to talk about this than you. So thanks for coming back on the Norman Goldman Show. My pleasure, Norm. Well, Jamie, when I was back in my litigation days, when you and I were doing cases and lobbying and, you know, trying to fight the interests that were trying to scuttle our litigation, uh, I dealt with a lot of insurance people and it was just the nature of the litigation. And I always remember the insurance salesmen. I love those old school insurance salesmen guys. And they would say, Norm, you got to get belly to belly with the customer there. Because when you get belly to belly, you can size them up. You get a sense of who, I mean, Jamie, I'm serious. These salesmen, these old school guys would tell me stories like this. And, and it really stuck with me for the political aspect of it, because you and I have discussed clicktivism. And I know you're not the biggest fan of clicktivism. I see a place for it. It's important to help organize and use the Internet as an organizing tool. But activism, as opposed to clicktivism, getting off the couch, getting down there belly to belly like the old school sales guys, getting belly to belly with your congressman, your congresswoman, your senator, fellow members of the indivisible group that you've joined with through indivisibleguide.com. Jamie, how do we convince people? People, a, that activism, physical engagement, civic physical engagement is important more so even than clicktivism and that they've got to sustain it. How do we do this? How do we explain it's in their well, own interest? Well, first I want to do a confession, Norman. You don't know this, I don't think. My dad was an insurance salesman. Is Life that right? I not did not. I did not, not know that. And rose to the ranks of being, in, uh, you know, like uh, the charge of sales for a company called Mutual of New York. No kidding. And uh, yeah, so I, I, did I grew not up know with that. I grew up with insurance salesmen, telling the stories of how they sold. You know the, and you know it was like Diner, you know the movie. And <laughs> um, I'm serious, only these guys had more characters than Barry Levinson. Well, that's know, why and, you uh, were laughing. That's why you were laughing when I was yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. the old sky. I heard you yeah, laughing. Yeah, because I, I grew up around that. So my dad smoked cigars and. Did his sits and and uh, and it was about looking you in the eye, and he believed in what he did. You know, he he believed because he believed you had to be prepared. If your family died, you had to have some something to protect you. And um, most people didn't think about that. And I think that's true about activism until you have Donald Trump becoming president. You know, you don't think about you know the couch you're sitting on until you suddenly realize it's on fire. You know, and and your country's maybe not a democracy anymore. And that's where so many people are right now. And I, I can't agree with you more that if people feel that way and they don't know what to do, it's because they haven't used those muscles. And, yeah, it's not just clicking or giving money to move on or um, or doing, you know, signing a petition that probably never gets delivered. I mean, that doesn't hurt. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but what it really what it really takes is people showing up, as we've seen recently, at town hall meetings, at a representative's offices, and putting them on the spot and confronting them. It's the, you know, it's the key to all successful change. You have to expose a problem, you have to confront a problem, and that's the only way change happens. And, uh, and, and have TV showing it all to the constituency there locally. Yeah, it has to be broadcast so that you have a, through some platform. It could be, you know what, your own video camera that goes on YouTube catching that representative 
saying something or running down a hallway. They don't even have to say something. Just that's wrong. running away from their constituents. Running away, running away from you. Those those are the things that become viral. And honestly, now with the platform of the internet, we are all able to make our own media, and the regular media will pick up that media if it's done right. So it's important not only to show up and to be ready to expose and confront, but also be ready to uh, make sure what, what, you capture what you do. If it's, if it's trying to get a representative or it could be a corporate executive, you know, you want to be Leslie Stahl or whoever does 60 Minutes now, you know, chasing that executive down the back hall of the kitchen, you know, of the hotel. Because those, you know, those, everything that someone who is in power in a spotlight does is under scrutiny. And if they're running away from consumers who are angry about the price of their health care or they're losing protections under the Affordable Care Act and they won't look them in the eye, that is video or that's a picture that's going to live with that representative forever. And, Jamie, you're right, with so, Periscope now and with all the, you know, Snapchat and all the video that people have just in the palm of their hands on the, in their phones, uh, they really, you know, can capture some really compelling moments just on their own with the device they already have. Yeah, and, and it's power like we've never had. Uh, and imagine if we all used our cell phones that way, right? Wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, think about that power. Think and, and we knew the right questions and we were in the right place at the right time with the right pictures. Thinking about what kind of uh, wisdom about a politician or politics we would crowdsource and make public. I mean, part of the problem is, is that I think we don't often think about our own power. And, uh, and, and honestly, in our democracy, particularly with the digital tools at our in our hands and frankly the corruption that exists just naturally in the political theater you know we all could make a video every day that really changes a debate well you know you heard the words expose and confront those are excellent words i had the best words if you want to really check out expose and confront you should go to consumerwatchdog.org because we're talking to our friend jamie court he is the president of consumer watchdog and if you were to go to consumerwatchdog.org you would find their slogan is expose confront and jamie the last one is change absolutely expose confront and change and jamie that has to get us to the next part of this Obamacare thing, because we got Russia, Gazi, or Russiagate happening, and so much Donald Trump's uh, EPA administrator, Scott Pruitt's uh, out to destroy the environment and stuff. So I have to ask you, you've been doing this for decades. Jamie, you have been an activist for decades. I mean, I ran into a guy, Bill Gallagher, at a protest a few weeks ago, and he started telling me Jamie Court stories from 30 years ago. So I know that you are a veteran of this. You have integrated activism and civic engagement into your life. I know your wife. She's a wonderful person. She very, she's a judge. I mean, but she has very much been active. All the people at Consumer Watchdog and the people who support Consumer Watchdog like us, we all have been active and integrated this into our lives forever. Jamie, for somebody who's just coming to politics now, and we have a whole lot of people coming to politics just now because of what's been going on, how do we get them to integrate politics, civic engagement, and, and all into their lives on a permanent, ongoing basis where they still have their jobs, they still raise their kids, they still go to the soccer games, but, I mean, you do all that. you got kids, you go to the soccer games, your kids get sick. I mean, you got you got a wife, I mean, she's got a job. You're a regular person. How do other regular people make this just a regular part of their life? Well, first of all, I mean, I think it's okay to be pissed off. And if you're Absolutely. pissed off about something, 
you should go do something about it. So it's my, it's like my insurance salesman dad told me, you know, half the game is showing up. I wasn't a great basketball player, but I can tell you, I just hung out under the rim and I came to the games and I'd score a good 15, 20 points, just being tall, picking off the balls that didn't go in and putting them right back up. And that's true about politics. You know, it's the people who show up. I don't care if it's at the protest or your, your congressperson's town hall meeting or a door and you're looking to accomplish something or a meeting with your own uh, representatives. Uh, people who show up and tell their story, often people who call out the meeting and do that, you know, can get results. And uh, I think people have to feel showing up is how they do their uh, part in our democracy. You know, uh, there's a great Bertolt Brecht poem about a woman in the, uh, this is prior to uh, Hitler's rise, but in the Great Depression, where she didn't have enough money for food, but she went to the grocery store, bought all the food, put it on the end of the, uh, you know, uh, wherever it was a market, I guess it wasn't a supermarket back then, but a market, put it down, and they said, you owe this much. She said, I don't have any money. They said, well, why did you buy all this food? She said, well, we have to show up. And show we don't have the money, else how will people know? Wow, it's true. That is a and fascinating, fascinating thing. I mean, it, 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 it's that is the that is what the women's protest the other day was about, right? Not showing up, not showing up, absenting uh, themselves. So, yeah, and but but finding creative ways to express yourself. Yes, and and getting other people of like minds to do it, and realizing that there's value in that, particularly if you are able to use uh, the video, the, the media, the visual um, means that we've been given to, to share your message with others. Well, Jamie, my argument to people has always been that this is about more than just politics, that when you engage civically, when you get become an activist, what you're also doing is you are weaving yourself into the fabric of your community. You're meeting your neighbors. You may make some friends along the way. You may even meet your next spouse or your next live-in lover. You may meet somebody who is just an amazing friend and can help you and you can help them. You never know who you're going to meet, but certainly as you go about your, your activism in your community, you're going to have a sense of ownership and a sense of belonging in your community because you'll know that building got approved through this process five years ago and that was a good development and this thing shouldn't happen. But you'll know your community and you feel a sense of connectedness. And as part of that is the politics. And when I explain it that way, I think I... I don't know, Jamie, you tell me. Does that make any sense in, in, in trying to get well, yeah, people I mean, to engage? I remember, you know, when I first started out, I was canvassing door-to-door -door for money to in enforce our insurance reform initiative. And very quickly, you know, I made a lot of money because I was pretty good at talking quick on a doorstep. I guess my dad's insurance company salesmanship helped. But I also believed it because I was paying a lot for my insurance. And it, it, one of the old canvassers said to me, you know, I remember named Jack, he said, this is all about us going and getting people together so that we can do collectively through the money they give you or a signature what we can't do alone. That's what canvassing is. That's what class action lawsuits are. That's what all democracy is. And I think people have to recognize they could be one of those catalysts to bring people together, or they could just be one of those people. And I think most people would rather be one of those people who gives a check or does a quick quick division action. But doing it face-to-face connecting with people is about, you know, uh, our humanity. It's about sharing, you know, 
our experiences that are collective and asserting that humanity over uh, a political structure that can be inhumane or a corporate structure that just cares about profit and isn't about thinking about humanity. I mean, what we are really doing is goes to our spiritual, our religious, our ethical, our moral traditions. It is about asserting the human condition and our place in it collectively. It's about more than, you know, civic activism sounds kind of stale to people who, who, you know, don't remember civics, and even people who do remember civics. But if you think about it, what we are really doing is reminding the powers that be that we are human beings and we need to be treated with humanism. We need to be treated uh, humanely. We need to, we, our, our feelings and our collective expression cannot be ignored in favor of corporations that give money and don't care about people, favor of politicians that want only to advance themselves and don't care about what their votes do to us. And that is, uh, that is really, for me and so many people I know, you know, why we exist, because we're human beings, and political expression is really, in its finest form, uh, a, an expression of our humanity. Absolutely. Jamie, I got to leave it there, but boy, that was a powerful presentation. I'm really glad you join us every week to discuss all these issues. And we got a hot one right now with Obamacare, but what Jamie Court was just talking about is enduring and, and evergreen, as they say. It just applies to everything. Jamie, I can't thank you enough for being a part of our show. You can find Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T, at consumerwatchdog.org, and I suggest you take a look. You won't find a better group for consumer protection and advocacy. Jamie, thanks again as always, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Norm.